0: This episode has gruesome and gory content that is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You know I just killed this song, fool. Yeah, that make it dead, fool. Nothing but your murder, nigga. Uh, yeah, uh. Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are French to school, you yeah. Cause murders are high, I'm using a torture chamber, and I don't know, but so if you wake up in a puddle of blood, nigga, I did it to you. Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Frederick Cruz, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and all of your friends are best to school, y'all Cause murders are hard, you're a torture chamber and not a rule, cause so if you wake up and a puddle of blood, nigga, I did it to you. There's a million ways to die, a million ways to kill, so I'ma set an example out of a motherfucker without my steel. Cause I'm like a hungry lion, I moves in for the slaughter, killing for the simplest things. $20 bills and even quarters. I'm like a vampire, nigga, fresh meat, I can't pass it. Walking down the street with a syringe, injecting foods with fat, leaving your mama the blues bad news sink to the bottom of the ocean where we see shoes when i born all right so I'm gonna stop right there <laughs> man this might be the craziest story I'd ever found in hip-hop honestly I did not know about this me being a person who likes to pride themselves on at least being somewhat a historian when it comes to research and finding archival footage, you know, this is one that escaped me entirely. And I'm seeing like, bruh, this might be one of the craziest stories I've ever heard in hip hop. And not only the craziest, but the most gruesome. So there is an article for all that's interesting. And it's gonna be a companion to this, right? Because I'm I myself, right? You can't take that away from me. I'm original in that regard. I'm gonna be myself, But I'm also going to read these articles because uh, writing an entire article would be crazy right now. So when I already have like source footage for this, because I'm like, this is this is crazy. So Big Lurch could have been one of the biggest names in hip hop. Considered as one of the pioneers of the hardcore genre of rap music, the Texas native loomed as large as six foot seven in physical presence. That's terrifying. nigga. Like six foot seven. I think the only nigga that was like close to that size from that area was like slim thug. He's six foot six. And it's just like, damn, (laughs) damn, bro. So but but just as he was on the cusp of worldwide fame and superstardom, drugs got in the way. And the end result of his addiction was one of the most violent and shocking Crimes and music history. That's right. We putting on that sword and scale cap, nigga. <laughs> this is the strange but true story of Big Lurch, whose PCP addiction ended in a gruesome tragedy. Any of y'all niggas that are from the Aria, if, if you know what I mean by the Aria, Washington, D.C., DMV area, y'all know that PCP is so rampant out there in them streets. PCP is highly addictive, but... The psychoactive effects of PCP are really bad. It's a real, it's an awful drug. Like, it's really bad. And a lot of people would, you know, lace marijuana with it. They call it sherm sticks if you're from Memphis, but or or they say smoking sherm, you know. But let's get deeper into this. Big Lurch's early life and rise to fame. So born Antron Singleton. On September 15th, 1976, Big Lurch grew up in East Dallas, Texas. He began writing poetry at just seven years old, and he started performing professionally when he was 15. While many other artists at the time were writing lyrics about sex, drugs, and gang violence, Big Lurch preferred to rap about things like serial killers, vampires, and even cannibalism. Foreshadowing, his first release was with the rap collective Cosmic Slop Shop, which also featured fellow rapper pioneer or rap pioneer Ricardo Rick Rock. Thomas, everybody knows Rick Rock, right? Their sole album, The Family, was released in nineteen ninety eight and produced a minor hit called Sinful, which hit number nine number number sixty six on the Billboard Hot R and B and hip hop songs on the chart. And um at number eighteen on Billboard Hot Rap songs, um uh, yeah. That year. So, Cosmic Slop Shop didn't last long. Um, Big Lurch was still interested in pursuing a rap career in earnest. So, he settled in L.A. And began working with a variety of artists. Like, Mac Dre, Legendary, Tone Capone, and E-40. E-40. But, he was on the verge of superstardom. And fame still proved elusive for the Texas native or Texas native, and soon a car accident kicked off a series of events that would end in tragedy. In 2000, Big Lurch was driving home from his 24th birthday celebration when he rear-ended, or he was rear-ended by a drunk driver. He suffered catastrophic injuries, including a broken neck as reported by Mirror. To alleviate the pain, he was prescribed a myriad of medications, but none proved as effective as PCP. However, the drug also had an additional, perhaps unwanted effect, vivid hallucinations, which resulted in increasingly gruesome lyrical content. It made the dreams wild. Silence of the Lambs, Chianti and Fava Beans, or Chianti, Chianti and Fava Beans, Big Bouncing Grills, a big bouncing asses, said iHeartRadio host Jake Brennan. He stayed hot for weeks, not eating, getting more and more delusional until the fateful day he thought the devil was inside his roommate's stomach. On April 19th, 2002, Big Lurch met up with his roommate to smoke PCP. According to the rapper though that's the last clear memory he has of that night's events he said we started smoking pcp and they just kept feeding it to me and feeding it to me sounds very familiar method man um (laughs) he said in the documentary rhyme and punishment the next thing i remember is i woke up in jail with a murder Eyewitness testimony, however, revealed that the rapper had reportedly told everyone to leave the house except 21 year old Tanisha Yesias or Yesias his roommate's girlfriend. Once Yesias and Big Lurch were alone, the rapper attacked her. He brutally beat her before plunging a knife into her heart, killing her. But he wasn't done yet. He already killed her. big lurch committing the murder was bad enough then he took it another step further by ripping open Yesia's chest pulling out her right lung and eating it autopsy later revealed teeth marks on her face and lungs when the police finally caught up with the rapper he was running down the street naked and covered in blood He was also barking like a dog and staring at the sky. A medical examination later concluded that Big Lurch had flesh and blood in his stomach that did not belong to him. In a 2016 interview with LAD TV, however, the rapper disputed the facts of the case. Big Lurch accused his lawyer Milton Grimes best known for defending Rodney King, of fabricating the story due to opposing gang ties the two men had. And he suggested that a particularly hungry pit bull was the true culprit behind Josias' death. The jury, however, did not buy it. In June, 2003, Big Lurch was found guilty of first degree murder, torture, aggravated mayhem. After pleading not guilty, By reason of insanity, as reported by the L.A. Times, he was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. His debut solo album, It's All Bad, was released by his record label, Black Market Records, without his permission soon after he was imprisoned. The lyrics of the song I Did It To You, which was played in the intro, serves as a macabre foreshadowing of his grisly Crimes. Bruh. Josias' mother Carolyn Stenson, later filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Black Market Records alleging that they provided the rapper with drugs to encourage him to act out in an extremely violent manner so as to make him more marketable as a quote-unquote gangster rap artist. Regardless of the truth behind Big Lurch's violent actions, his story remains one of the most gruesome in hip hop history. And yeah, I'm in my sword and scale bag. Um, this was absolutely disturbing. My wife sent me this article and I was like, nigga, what? Huh? He did what? I mean, there is like no one else. I, I Like out of all the rappers that are currently in jail, I think he is the worst one when it comes down to, like, what he did, you know? And he already made hardcore, which is, like, fringe at best, you know? Like, when I think of hardcore pioneers, I actually think of, like, grave diggers, you know, Prince Paul, RZA, you know? You know, like, niggas that are associated with that era, at least. But this is actually after that. That seemed like... It was gonna be, a, like, a move, I guess. But, hey, man, PCP is a different-ass drug. PCP will have you doing some things that you never thought you could do. Because you see people doing all types of crazy shit in Florida, right? That's not always PCP. It's, like, flocker and other shit. Like, like, just leave them drugs alone, dog. Just, like, just don't do it. Like... <laughs> And because you never know what path it will lead you down and leave just leave drugs alone. You know, at first I was just like, you know, don't do those. No, just don't do drugs. Don't do that shit. That shit scares the fuck out of me. You know, I'm just like, yeah, I, I ain't about that life. I ain't, I ain't about this life. I ain't about that life. Big Lurch is a different level of like, what the fuck? So if you got shocked and were triggered by this, you were warned in the beginning. I said, th- I changed the intro for this shit because it was so gruesome and so like bad and violent. Like it, like uh, most of the time, my, my little preludes and shit, the little stuff I put at the beginning is for like language. This shit was graphic. Y'all were warned. And, um, yeah, this is a bonus episode. I didn't know what to do with it. So, yeah, here it is. (laughs) On that note, support black businesses and subscribe to the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired, wherever podcasts are downloaded. Thank you.